I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello? Hello and welcome to Must Have Seen TV, a bonus episode coming to you from uh, lovely LaGuardia Airport in New York City. Uh, I figure this is the kind of thing that I should document uh, as I am going to see Bob Newhart in concert. In concert? I'm going to see a show. Um, in St. Charles, so I'm flying to St. Louis, and you are getting me live from the airport as I walk to the gate and try to find something to eat before boarding starts. Uh, the big, bigger news, it's okay, it's gate C12 this way, gate C12 this way. The bigger news is that, in theory, I should be meeting Bob Newhart as well. Um, I contacted his secretary after that email that she sent from Bob to me uh, a couple weeks ago that I told you all about on the show. I am now turning around because I have no idea where C12 is. (laughs) This way. It's this way. Um, Yeah, so after that, I was like, well, I should reach out and just see if I can get something. And uh, it's happening. In theory, um, you'll find out in this episode whether or not I actually meet him. But yeah, I will check back in with y'all periodically on my trip there. And uh, fingers crossed everything goes well. Oh boy. Okay, I found my gate. So now I'm less harried and can actually talk as I look for food. Um, the funny thing about uh, LaGuardia is that it's awful. So I always use JFK, uh, people. But yeah, this all came about a couple of weeks ago um, when I decided to do the crazy thing of fly to St. Charles. I keep saying this show's in St. Charles. Flying to St. Louis, because no one flies to St. Charles because it is tiny. But I thought I would do the crazy thing. Uh, fly out on a Friday, fly back on a Sunday, just for one show. Uh, not cheap, but... Bob just turned 88, and this is the thing I have to do. You're getting all the ambiance of an airport right now. It's beautiful, isn't it? What I'm learning is that Terminal C at LaGuardia only has elaborate sit-down restaurants or crappy bodegas with crappy sandwiches. 
I am very hungry. I don't know what I'm going to do for dinner. So, uh, thanks for coming along on this ride with me. <laughs> oh boy. Seriously, I don't know how there isn't a Burger King or a Taco Bell or a Sbarro or anything in this terminal. It's all just little sandwich nooks and elaborate sit-down restaurants that look pretty expensive and have waiters. Maybe. I don't have time. I don't have this time. So I'm gonna get a crappy sandwich or something, I guess. Ugh. Okay, I've had a Cliff Bar and some Coca-Cola Zero Sugar, which is very uh, clunkily named. So I can now, like, take a breather and actually really explain what's going on. Uh, earlier this summer, I wrote an article called, um, Hey Millennials, This is Why You Should Care About Bob Newhart. A couple weeks later, um, Bob Newhart's secretary reached out to me with a message from Bob himself saying that it said it was the nicest thing anyone's ever written about that show and that he's glad that it's getting some recognition and that, uh, yeah, I mean, that that's crazy. That blew my mind. Um, I can't remember what episode of the podcast I talked about it on. Uh, probably one from June or July. Download all of them. You can hear me freaking out at the very beginning of the episode, so you'll know what it is immediately. Know it's the one immediately. Um, and then on September 5th, Bob's birthday, I decided that I knew he was performing uh, this weekend. I also knew that New York Comic Con is this weekend, and that's also my other beat in my other life. But after I made sure that work wasn't going to send me to that, I pulled the trigger. And I bought a third row ticket to the show in St. Charles, and I got a plane ticket that had thankfully decreased in price because flying to New from New York to St. Louis is expensive. Um, but it had gone down a little bit, so that was good. And then I took the big swing of emailing Bob's secretary, or Mr. Newhart, uh, his secretary, <laughs> since I had a contact and was just like, let's see if this works. My husband was like, you need to email and ask for an interview because you need to have some structure to this potential meeting because what are you going to do if you just get in a room with him with no structure? Are you just going to cry in front of him? So we asked for an interview. Um, no answer back for a little while. Totally understandable. I emailed back a couple weeks later. Just reminder, is it okay if I just say hi? Immediate response back. Not don't have time for an interview, but he would be more than happy to say hello. So a backstage pass is theoretically being left for me. Um, and that was a heart-in-my-throat moment in a good way. Um, that was a... <laughs> Uh, I'm, a, I'm a pessimist by nature at times. I'm an optimistic pessimist, I think, and I have had <laughs> mixed feelings trying to sort out how I feel. I mean, obviously I am elated, but I'm also in my brain like, what can go wrong? Um, and that was two weeks ago, and I've not really told anyone, because again, I don't want to jinx anything. And now I'm at the airport waiting to get on the plane to go out there. And uh, seeing the show is tomorrow night. I, my husband is from St. Charles, so I got plenty of fun stuff to do with in-laws until then. And then uh, the night, tomorrow night is the show, and I'm kind of spacing out thinking about it. And I might check in again uh, tomorrow on Saturday, maybe when I touch down. Who knows? But now you actually have the context of this whole crazy adventure. And I hope that there's a good ending to this story. Thank you.
I have landed in St. Louis. It is an hour after I thought it would be because LaGuardia loves really showing you that tarmac, giving you all that sweet tarmac action. So I've had two bags of pretzels and a Cliff Bar to eat tonight, uh, but you don't care about that. Uh, to get into the mood, I read the first couple chapters, three or four chapters of Bob's 2006 book, I Shouldn't Even Be Doing This. I then listened to a an interview that he gave with WGN um, to celebrate the 45th anniversary of the Bob Newhart Show. Did that. And I watched an episode of the Bob Newhart Show, uh, The Great Tim Powell Arts Medical Experiment. So I'm stoked. Okay, and it is Saturday night at 7 p.m. I'm here an hour early at the... Oh, Lord. It's like the Scheidegger Center. <laughs> I um, cannot see the full sign, so I don't know what it is. Anyway, uh, I've had a whole day to get anxious about everything. Um, I'm an anxious person. I can't help it. Um, I Yeah, okay. So, basically, I'm trying to figure out what in the world happens when, if I meet him. Because uh, I honestly have no idea what the setup of this is going to be. Is it a... Is there a big crowd of people here to hang out with Bob Newhart after the show? Is what I, I doubt is a thing that exists and is going to happen. But I also don't know how... I feel like I should have pl- a plan. But I I do this for a living. I talk to celebrities for a living. This is not... Um, It is. It is way different. It is... <laughs> You're catching me at most scattershot brain. It is way different uh, because I'm not here for work. I actually don't have anything to interview him about. And everything that I want to say it seems way too personal. Uh, you don't want to come in full blast sincerity with someone after a show, maybe. Um, but there's like things like the Bob Newhart show makes me feel okay about not having children. Like, that's how deep this stuff gets. Like, I didn't spend last Christmas with my family for the first time ever. I spent it with my husband, which is the kind of Christmas that Bob and Emily Hartley have on the Bob Newhart show, and it's the only example I have of a adult couple in their late 30s, 40s who love each other and don't have kids, and they spend their holidays together because that's what they do, and it's great. And I look to television shows to, you know, as a metaphor for my life, to look at, to hold up. And that's all I have. And it's enough, more than enough. Um, And I think back to, you know, when I was in college, I wanted to shoot, I think, Caged Fury, the episode we talked about with Kevin Hines. I think I wanted to shoot my own version of that. I wanted to, I wrote a script called The Brett White Show, and the I was going to basically recreate the Bob Newhart Show's opening, but in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. I never did this, because I... Obviously, if I had, I would have told you all about it a million years ago. Um, I put together my own Bob Newhart outfits. I had a trench coat and a fedora and stuff, and I would dress like I was going to, you know, going to work like he does in the opening credits. I did a photo shoot in my bathroom in college with this clothes on. Uh, I had a big bathroom. It had, like, a hallway part to it, so it wasn't, like, over a toilet, which would be nasty, obviously. Um... I had a, you know, a framed 8x10 of Bob from Elf in my living room in college. Uh, I always identified with Bernard the Mouse from The Rescuers. I claimed him as my Disney character when I was in high school. This stuff goes way back. And I guess I'm going to get all this out of my system now so I don't just, like, blurt it all out and make it super weird and uncomfortable. 
because uh, I don't want to be weird and uncomfortable should I meet him. I still, like, am... I don't know if it's actually going to happen. Uh, but I know, no matter what, I'm going to see a show. I'm going to see him in person. And that's what's about to happen. And uh, actually, today, I went and bought New Heart Season 5 on DVD, because that's where I'm at. I bought it at V-Stock in St. Louis. And the cashier, a girl younger than me said, are you going to go to the Bob Newhart show tonight? And I was like, yes, I am. She's like, I'll be there too. And I was like, thank God, I'm not going to be the youngest person there. She was like, no, not by far. And I was like, yay, great. Um, so maybe this will be a mixed generation crowd. I'll have a report about the crowd when I'm done. Uh, so in theory, I guess the next time you hear from me will be after the show. Um, uh, wish me luck in the next couple milliseconds, I guess. So the show is done. <laughs> I just met, I I I just met uh, Bob Newhart, and I'm stammering. <laughs> um, so uh, I'll I'll uh, I need to. Okay, so um, it was a uh, it was a. I'll, I have to start with the meeting first because I need to remember every detail of it. Um, so I was part of. There was a there was a set. Uh, there was group. There was a group that was there that was just general meet and greet. I um, assumed they had like bought meet and greet tickets, which honestly I didn't see that option, so I don't know you know where that was on the website. Um, but I was a guest of Mr. Newhart, <laughs> which is so weird to say because I because uh, of um, Cheryl or um, because of Bob's uh, secretaries uh, got me in um so i was in that part of the line and they were like you the people that are on uh bob's guest list get to have a little bit more time so there's a delineation between the two how would you like to look five years younger in a clinical study people that had volume added with juvederm voluma xc in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So I was the first in that line, and it moved so... There was about 25 people in line, and there was probably about a dozen in front of me, but they were all there in groups, and so they kept getting photos in, like, groups of, like, three, groups of four, and I was like, oh, this is moving fast. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it was, they were all done, and it was me, and it was like, okay, now uh, let, let Mr. Newhart know these are his guests. His guests. Um, and... I, like, round the corner, it's a, it was a hallway, and then, like, in, like, a little opening is where they had, like, a, a back, like, a, a step-in 
snap. I don't know. Stand and stare. No. One of those things, it's like a red carpet with like the background and you'd like go and stand in front of it has like a logo. It says the Lindenwood logo on it. Uh, so that's where it is. And there's a professional photographer taking your photo. And so I just like walk through the little curtain to see him. <clears throat> and there he is. And he is, he's my height. And this is the other, like, I see a lot of myself in the character of Bob Hartley, and every time people make fun of his height, it resonates with me, because I'm 5'6", and Bob is 5'8", and Bob is now about 5'6", maybe 5'5". Five five. Uh, so, like, that, again, like, that was, he's me. Like, I see so much of myself in him. And I immediately said, like, I, 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 I was not cool. Like, let's just get that out there. I was totally not cool. Uh, I was hella nervous. And that did not go away because it, they, I just went back there so quickly. The, the people in front of me didn't take any time. Um, and so I was just like, I am the one that wrote the article about, uh, millennials that Cheryl, your, uh, your secretary emailed me about. Um, and, and, and then his tour manager, who I did recognize because I Googled him, he would, he had this great, like, knowing, like, oh, yes, Bob, this is the guy that wrote the, oh, and Bob was like, oh, yeah, thank you so much. I never thought of it all like that. That was so nice um, of you to write. And I said, like, well, you uh, are very important to me, and you've definitely, like, changed the world. I don't know what I said. Uh, and then I just, I, 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 I was just awestruck. And I, my, my, I, I the thing is, like, it, it, if it had been a one-on-one -on -one and I was the only person back there, I guess I would have thought, like, been... That is a situation I could have, like, talked a little bit more, but, you know, read the room. This is a line of people you got to get in and get out. Literally, he's standing in front of a thing. You get your photo taken, and you go, and I'm a guest, so I got to talk a little bit more. So that was that. Um, and I was stammering a little bit, and then the tour manager guy was like, oh, well, why don't you come over here and get a photo? And I'm like, yep, that's the cue. Like, you've been stammering too much standing here on the verge of joy tears, whatever. Um... So I walked around to get, and I got the professional photo because he had those. And I was like, can I also get a photo on my phone? Because everyone I know needs to see this. And he, he put his arm around me again to like, you know, take a photo. And he, while we were waiting, he said like, uh, he said, so are you, uh, you a freelancer or whatever? I was like, oh no, I'm full time. I got a 401k. And he was like, oh, what's that? So I guess me and Bob did a bit. I guess I did a bit with him. <laughs> I'm also sitting in a car in the parking lot, by the way, and it's fogging up, and um, all the people that were here to see Avenue Q, because that was the other show in the theater tonight, are leaving and <laughs> walking to their cars, and I'm uh, a man in a suit, and or in a jacket and tie, <laughs> sitting in a car, the lights off, fogging up, screaming about Bob Newhart. Not screaming, you can hear me, I'm talking at a reasonable tone. Um... And then I, and then that was it. And uh, I'll have my professional photo in the middle of the week, but I have my photo now, and it's all over the internet already. And the show itself was amazing. I he's eighty eight. Like that's the thing I could not wrap my mind around. Working in comics, I know I don't know Stanley. I've barely met Stanley, but I've seen him do a lot of panels. Stanley is only a couple years older than Bob. And Stanley is in such worse shit. Like, that's what, that's my, that's what I feel like a 90 year old is. Bob is 88. Bob seems the exact same as he 
always has been. Like, he's, like, a little slower. And, like, that's about it. Uh, he's 88. He did an hour of stand-up not sitting down once. Uh, so, like, the show itself, like, you, I walked in. I, was, I got here an hour early, and I thought I would be the first person here. Not the case. Because Bob's target audience are punctual elderly folk, and they got here before seven, and the show was at eight. And so they were all already in there hanging out. I guess this might have been like a social event, like St. Charles, CNBC, and at the Bob Newhart show. Um, so I got there. I'm the youngest. I was bringing the age average way down, which I love, of course. Fantastic. Uh, it was pretty it was cool um it's a really nice theater i've driven by this college a bunch because it's near where my uh husband grew up literally his home that he grew up in is maybe a five minute drive from here or less um so i the seat i they finally like everyone was like milling about like it okay it like got busy um pretty quick like there's a crowd a crowd of people here for him and the doors open, and it was funny because I'm usually, on, in New York, like, everyone is young or, young or old, we're all shoving and pushing, and it's very aggressive. And it was really fun to see, like, the, uh, the doors opened up, and you got, I got to see, like, the aggressive get-out-of-my-way shoves of people over the age of 60, which was just, like, everyone kind of, like, aggressively meander-shuffled all in the same direction, and it was really great, and I was right in the thick of it. Um, so I got my seat, I was all the way at the very left of the front row. So I, and I, I bought those tickets. I was like, if I'm flying from New York to St. Louis to see Bob Newhart, I'm getting the best tickets that are still available on September 5th when I bought these tickets. So I got that front row all the way to the left. Great seat. But I got in there. I was like, why is there a drum kit and a piano and a horn section on stage? And it's because Bob has an opening band um i guess this might be what he does he maybe gets like a local jazz band to open for him and so they did frank sinatra songs so like the the opening was like i don't know like 20 minutes of um charles glenn and the steve chapman orchestra they were great so i wanted to give them a shout out also charles glenn glenn charles was a writer on the bob newhart show so circuitous meant to be um they were great and then they like and then it was like ladies and gentlemen bob newhart and they played the bob newhart show theme and i like i didn't know what to do it was nuts there are now cops like wandering around like the parking lot and i'm really hoping that there are other cars here i should be fine um uh so it was oh yeah it's because he's getting in his car the cops are leaving that's what's going on um so it was amazing. He came out and just like did, he did a, a stand up. Like it, and I know it's like crazy to be like, a stand up did stand up, but I was firmly expecting him to like come out and you know, sit down and like, you know, just do bits, maybe like do a bunch of his old bits, you know. Um, I, I have no idea what Bob's stand-up is like. I've listened to his albums, uh, but those are all, you know, 50 years old. I don't know if his, like, touring show that he does all the time is this exact show. Um, but this is all stuff I've never heard before. A lot of it seemed f- kind of, like, topical-ish. I don't know. Uh, and so it was amazing to see this 88-year-old man coming out. He did impressions. He or He did, like, character bits. He did physical jokes. He did so much amazing straight man work to himself. 
he jumped up and down at one point. Like, he was so physical and so with it. There was one point where he was doing a bit, a long, uh, larger routine about televangelists on hard times and all the scandals that televangelists seem to find themselves in. And he was talking about one of them. And in the middle of his routine, someone like shouted out something indecipherable. Um, and the audience was like, whoa. And Bob was like, is that you? Is that, oh, I can't remember what his name was. Cause I'm Jim. Jim Jones, not that is a cult leader, not the same. <laughs> um, I don't know who he was. I can't. I honestly cannot remember. My brain is kind of fried. But it was great because he was like, "Is that you?" Uh, and then he said, "Everyone else, uh, you know, honestly, like for the rest of the night, feel free to just shout out anything you want. Don't mind the spotlight. Just go for it." <laughs> and it was so great. It was so great to see him like thinking on his feet like that and getting laughs off of it. He wasn't thrown by it. And of course he shouldn't be because he's been doing this since 1960, 1959, it must have been shot in like the late 80s or like maybe like the early 90s early probably the 90s um and it's just like basically it's like bob in period garb being like inserted in all these like revolutionary war civil war world war II, like all that um and then it runs through his career you know so there was like a bit of him and ed sullivan him on d martin and then him at the bob newhart show and then newhart and they played like the final scene from newhart and he narrates it, like he, you know, hosts it, basically. And it was so funny. There was a bit about, like, his dad was an inventor, and he invented, like, Mach 5 toast. And the camera panned up to see, like, toast embedded in the ceiling. Um, that's the thing that I love about him, that he's so... The contrast of the mild-manneredness with the weirdness and absurdity of so much of the stuff that he does... It, it's so endearing to me. I love it so much because you don't, you expect him to be grandpa joke or like he's, he's a mild mannered dude, but he has this like razor sharp, like weird streak in him, which you see in all of his shows. And so I love that bit. Like he's like, here's the Lewis and Clark uh, guide that, that my ancestor was. And he's like cross-eyed. So there's like, there's like a map and then a dotted line just going in circles. And it's like, yeah, he added about six months to their time. Just like weird, simple, <laughs> stupid joke. <sighs> and then I was like the first backstage. As soon as the show was over, I was like, where do I go now? <laughs> and I got in line and then I met him. And I got to shake his hand like twice because I kept reaching out for it. Uh, this was crazy. <laughs> I'm, I'm not the last person in the parking lot. That's for sure. Um, I can't believe that happened. And <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything else to say tonight, probably. I think I just said everything. Uh, thank you all for listening to this. Maybe I'll have an update in the morning. Uh, maybe not. So either thank you for listening to this. We'll be back to normal this Thursday with an Adam's Family episode that I'm super excited about. Uh... Or I'll be back in the morning to say other things. So either good night or I'll see you in the morning. But if not, good night! <laughs>
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.